All right, Jean, you ready to be counted in? Yes. Ready in Hamesh. Arba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at? Hello, my moms and non-moms, all the dads and the young boys who listen to the show. I love you so much. Hi, guys. First, let's do some business. Thank you for being here. ChristinaPOnline.com. You will find links to tickets. Houston Improv. Gosh, we'll see if uh, I think by then they should be out of this horrendous storm, right? Houston. Anyway, February 25th through 27th, Houston Improv. And then Zanies in Gashville. That's Nashville. March 11th through 13th, I believe. We added a 4 p.m. show on Saturday because there is sold out on a lot of them. And Des Moines, Iowa at the Funny Bone on April 9th through 11th. And then I've just added San Antonio Tejas, July 17th. Sorry, July 15th through 17th. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. I'm so excited to go out and do the road. <sighs> Poor Texas. As I record this now, they are just just being ra- just hammered by snow and the storm and power outages. Why would you play that for that? Because you don't want to be caught outside in the snow in Texas right now. <laughs> Your brain. I don't know. Did that I, not work? That was wild. No, that was the disconnect. But you know what's so funny is hearing you clear your throat so violently before we started recording. It's the only way I know how to do it. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What do you mean? Is it just smoking? Are you are you sick? Yeah, I'm smoking. I'm yelling. I'm gambling. It's just I'm drinking. <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing all the things that are bad for your throat. I have to always constantly aggressively and violently cough. Will you do one so the audience, but not right into the mic, like back up a little? Just go. Give me a. Right. You sound like my stepdad. He used to do that all the time. <coughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's more violent when you do it naturally. Yeah, that was me forcing it. I actually think I hurt my throat a little bit on you, that one. You do the one where you go, <clears throat> like you bring it up, and then you deal with it. <sighs> yeah, so <There> gross. <laughs> my um, <laughs> Sorry. My Indian stepdad, who's dead now, he used to do that a lot. Dean, um, he would always be like, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's uh, I inherited that cough from my father. I think I learned it from him. Yeah, what a sexy trait. Yep, the ladies love it. <laughs> you know, it's so it's so gross. Like you know, you you watch your step parents or your parents, and you watch their habits, and you're like, I can't I can't believe my mom laid that guy. You know, who made the cough sound all the time? Or like, ugh, that, I fuck them. I'm sure our children. My kids are going to be like, I can't believe mom laid dad all those years. You had thoughts like that growing up? Yeah. You're like, I can't believe my mom's currently fucking this guy? Yes. You're like, ugh, somebody fucks this guy? Oh, that somebody's my mom. (laughs) My mom blows this guy occasionally. I never had those thoughts. Really? Growing up, no. (laughs) Oh. When didn't you start? In your 20s? Or yeah, something? maybe in college when I realized that they that they fucked at least four times to get me and my siblings. <laughs> oh, your parents fucked hard and a lot because... Okay. Because <laughs> if there's four of you, first of all, yeah. you don't make a baby on one load. Why not? 
because like i mean you can it's it happens it's rare because yet the timing of the load droppage look they boned no more and no less than four times (laughs) that's that's how it goes you ever think about how your dad comes Why are you doing this? I'm like, <laughs> Why you- do you think your parents had simultaneous orgasms or do you think your mom ever had an orgasm with your dad? Well, knowing how selfish my dad was, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Oh, yeah. You're grossed out now. <laughs> trying to think of my parents I yeah what do you think your dad what do you think oh. got your, made your dad come the hardest yeah let me think about yeah, that think about that <laughs> well i mean i kind of know because he tell he would be so inappropriate with me like yeah he was always pointing out like hot girls in public like the girl's good nice dudes nice ass <laughs> like oh thanks that's really rad yeah it's so cool the yeah. cool guy <laughs> my dad's such a cool guy yeah. He likes them young. Great. Yeah. I know young is definitely up there. And my mom liked them, she would say, tall, dark, and handsome. Right. So she had like, she loved Iranian guys. Like she had a Persian boyfriend and she had lots of Indian boyfriends. She loved Indian men and dark men. You know, it's men. funny when, uh, when I hear tall, dark, and handsome, that's yeah. not what my mind goes to. <laughs> <laughs> You're so racist. What do you think of like I don't know, someone someone that like works out at Muscle Beach, you know? Someone someone that's tall, dark and handsome because they're just like they're walking around shirtless all the time cuz they're showing off their goods. But what do you So what's the dark part? Like dark. Tan. Oh, I'm sure that's I guess is that the saying? The origin like Well, yeah, I don't think tan? everyone that says that is like I'm in, Indians? you know, I'm into Indians <laughs> and black guys. I don't think that's what that's saying, man. <laughs> You're so racist. God, open your mind. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) We missed you. I feel like there was some Jewish stuff that came up that we needed you for. Oh, boy. What was the the J stuff you guys were talking about? J stuff. It'll come back to me. Okay. But I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be back. And you're queer and you're transitioning. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm just transing all over the place, and I'm glad that you guys are, you know, uh, accepting me in my final form. (laughs) I can't wait until you come in here and you're like, Christina, I have to tell you something, Tom. I'm transitioning. And we'll be like, oh, my God, you're going to be the ugliest girl. <laughs> but what if I'm like, what if it's just like I'm transitioning and I'm completely renouncing my Jewish faith? I'm getting oh. I'm getting a, a what is it? What What's the thing when you switch out your blood? Transfusion. Yeah, I'm getting a transfusion <laughs> to get all my J blood out of my body. It's like, not like possible. That's the, the, yeah, I, well, I could try. <laughs> Would you stop shunning your heritage? Nope. Can I tell you that because we talk Judaism here, that I have Jewish people showing up at my shows now and they're like, we're Jews. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it so much. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I'd hate it. I love you. You're my favorite. <laughs> Hey, I like all the disenfranchised. Now, speaking of disenfranchised, you guys, you know me. I'm a champion of um, all things uh, that that are happening in the world. (laughs) So, ladies, moms, have you heard this one? There is a, a move now. Some healthcare professionals are changing the term breast milk to, are you ready? Chest milk. That's right. In the U.K., One hospital made international headlines for changing the term breast milk to human milk 
in an effort to be more inclusive to transgender and cool moms <laughs> and non-binary parents. Illinois mother Jill Aspinwall says she wanted to provide the best nutrients possible for her three children, but admits she struggled to breastfeed and was often shamed for doing so. I've had dirty looks, I've had comments, and I'm just letting it go, said Aspinwall. I am feeding my baby and providing the best nutrition possible. Some people were intolerant to breastfeeding in public, especially not covering up. But once the baby is a few months old, they bat off that blanket and they want to see what's going on. After her first experience with nursing her daughter, she decided to help others, so she became an internationally board-certified lactation consultant. Okay, blah, blah. Now she teaches parents how to naturally feed their child. Okay. Okay, but what, when does it get to the part where they're changing these wackadoos? Okay. Oh, we're transitioning now to use chest milk to be more inclusive of all populations, and that term is probably going to be changed in the near future. Good. You know what I like, though? I think we should be changing terms all the time for things to thoroughly confuse the population. <laughs> Ooh, what else could we change? <laughs> well, you know, I've often said that I don't like the term menstruation uh -huh. uh, because it, it implies that... It's why is that a man's thing? It should be called womanstration. <sighs> On board with this. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a woman's thing. Don't bring us into it. I mean, oh, wait, what was another one? Yeah, tr instead of breastfeeding, it's now chest feeding. They're changing it to that, too. I don't know why. Hmm. Sounds cooler to me. Chest feeding? Cause chest like, feeding? Well, I feel like you could do it now. Right. It makes me feel <laughs> like I'm an equal to, to you guys. <laughs> That's the whole thing. We're trying to make society equaler. Yeah. Well, I think, too, it's, I mean, I, I understand the aim. I get it. Um, I do feel like the one problem with these new words, this new speak, is that it they change, everything changes so fast. And if you don't know the right word, they, you're like, you're, you're hateful. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm just like, I'm fucking old. And I don't know all words. You know, like if you're like, you're Latina. And they're like, it's Latinx. You stupid bitch. You hateful cunt. And you're like, dude, I don't fucking know the words. I don't know everything. Yeah. Chest milk. It's like, hey, I don't go on Twitter every day. I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know what the new lingo is. I mean, I try to keep up with my talks. You guys know that. But I can't be everywhere all the time. Chest milk. <laughs> well, why I have to change birthing? Let's see. Is the word birthing gendered mm. to give birth? What about crowning? Ooh. Crowning. No, that. That's pretty rad. That's a rad way to say birthing. Well, no, no. The crowning is when your the baby's head comes out of your vag. You crown. Ooh. How about supreme crowning? Supreme crowning. Mega crowning. Mega crowning. Because crown or here we change the way crowning is currently used to pre crowning. Oh. And then once the baby's out, we call it post crowning. That's good. Pfft, nailed now, it. Problem about, solved. Next. Well, well, hold on. What about someone? Would somebody be offended by saying the baby comes down the birth canal and out your vagina if they're trying to transition out of having a vagina? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, are we going to start changing the word for vagina? So that absolutely we should. But, well, <laughs> let's think of it. Like, should it be? We should the, call it the crown hole. The crown. <laughs> <laughs> But they don't want a hole anymore. They want a penis. So maybe that's triggering for them. We need to think of a better word like the crown area. The, the, <laughs> how about just like the cooter? I like the cooter. My cooter. Well, no, it, well, no comes cause, out of a cooter. Well, because I don't think dudes have cooters and you don't want to exclude dudes. Oh, this is so confusing. I know. The problem, too. So a lot of women are upset about this, Nadab. That, so that, this was part of the other article I read that women feel like their stuff is being taken away from them 
because these new words are being, you know, invented over what exists. So to breastfeed is something traditionally women did, do, continue to do. And, you know, they feel like it's, it's, it's misogyny in a way to take away the one thing we're fucking biologically supposed to be doing. I don't know. Tell me how you feel. Where my mom's at at gmail.com. Leave me a voicemail. 213-375-5184. How do you guys feel? Because I've got to be honest, you know, I read these articles and my... My first inclination as a snarky Gen Xer is to laugh and be like, yeah, that's fucking crazy. I'd like, say trust your instincts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I try to be, because in my mind, I want to be open-minded. I always want to let people live their life. I don't care, you know? And then there's like a thing of like, well, is this, now is this impinging on my sense of reality? Is that the word impinge or infringe? Infringe. In, is this infringing on my rights now on my life because i'm all for if you want to call it chest milk no problem or human milk you want to chest feed not my thing not my problem but when you're making me say the fucking word now i'm like well i don't know i don't know maybe they could only change it once you're done doing i mean are you still uh uh, chest feeding right now (laughs) am i giving my children human milk yeah are you are you are you humanly milking them i'm not i'm not (laughs) I'm not human feeding, milking, no. Well, then I think at this point, then it doesn't affect you, and they could call whatever they want, right? Or, or are you trying no. to get more kids in the future? Because then no, it might no, affect no. you then. No, it's still, it affects everybody because I tell you, the reason people do this kind of stuff is because words form thought. And if you control the words, you control thought, right? For mm. instance, now in a really good example, a positive example of this would be the banishment of using the N-word. We no longer use that in common I mean, not me. I'm sure you do in your private life. <laughs> Are you talking but about me? What? Me? Yeah. You, you don't you throw it around? I do not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, everybody except for Nadav is super racist. Um, <laughs> no, only towards Jays. Just the Jays? Oh, you say, I forgot the word was right. Well, for a, I could a say negative. that. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> so I'm Jewish too in my heart. So... <laughs> But the point is, you, you banish the the N word from the language, and it has an effect on society. Right? People become more sensitive to it, or maybe go, "Oh, that is cruel. We should not say those words because that word is really, I would say, argue the worst word in the human um, English language is the N bomb. I can't think of a word more harmful and sad and right. Yeah, I mean, it's N-bomb, it's it's, de- it's, it's definitely a top three. It's bad. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's the point. Change language, you change thought, you change society. So I understand what they're trying to do, but then you go, I don't know, dude, but we'll see. Send me your opinion. So also next, you know me, I'm the queen of the talks. Um, here's a talk I pulled. Um, this is everybody's naming their kids, all kinds of cool stuff these days. But have you named your daughter this? Yes, I did name my daughter Richard. Um, I just always really loved the name Richard and I wanted a boy, but I had a girl and I decided to name her Richard anyways, and she loves it. So I don't really know why people have a problem with it, but you can take that up with her. Uh, but you can talk to Abba with her. Take it up with Richard the baby? Well, Richard really likes it and Richard is about, looks to be about six months old. You can't tell that Richard loves being called Richard. <laughs> can Richard talk? No. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I don't think I've ever seen someone so mad or tired before on TikTok, (laughs) (laughs) which I mean makes sense. She's a new mother, but uh, she just looks like she's tired of your shit. 
She's tired of everybody being like, why can't I name my daughter Richard, you fucking intolerant assholes? Yeah, see, this is this is what I'm saying. Like, mm, okay, now you can't even be like, hey, dude, you know that naming your daughter Richard is insane. Like, you, you intuitively, you know that that's a crazy thing to do. Right. Like you, you fucking know. I've met Stop some it. ladies that have dudes' names. Alex, that's a cool one. Uh, I was going to say Bruce. Charlie, you know a female Bruce? But I think she picked it. I think it was like her own nickname. Like, I don't think it was her birth name. But it's like there's something cool sometimes about a girl having a guy's name. Of course, Charlie. That's R a cool one. Richard ain't one of them, though. No. <laughs> no. I grew up with a girl named Michael. That, see, that's that's a little... Too close to the dangers. That, that's like Richard. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because Alex could be Alexandra, short for that. Right. No, Char Alex works. Charlie, it's tough. Charlene. Charlene, you know? yeah. Yeah. There's a feminized version. Right. But Richard is yeah. straight. It's like naming your girl Fred. <laughs> it's like there's no feminization of like Richie Dick like Dick and you yeah, gotta call her Dick there's nothing that works with Richard to feminize it I mean you're just you're fucking you're an asshole you're being an asshole to your kid you hate your kid and whatever I fucking okay I, I give up on life next up uh, my topics um Bridgerton moms if you are not getting horny watching Bridgerton get your life I, the first few episodes are just like every other chaste, you know, um, 1800s fantasy um, drama. And then by episode five, things take a horny, horny turn and it's wild. So uh, enjoy yourselves. It, 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 the, the cast is really diverse and it's it's really cool how they did it. Now, it does bother me that the costuming is not historically accurate to what they should be wearing in that time period. I don't like that the queen wears French court outfits that are not, they never wore those in England, so it's very upsetting to me. But uh, it's cool. It's a cool interpretation of a historical drama, and there's a lot of SEX. And, uh, yeah, enjoy yourselves. If you're into that, let me know, too, if you dig that one. You guys are horny. You guys are horny. Maybe even in chest feed, so. Is Bridgerton the new uh, Downton Abbey? Is that what's going mm, on? Well, Downton is like, no, I'd say the crown is the new Downton. But that's okay. a really good question. Now, did you ever watch Downton Abbey? Downtown nah, Abbey, as people I like to I say. I remember, yeah, Downtown Abbey. I <laughs> that's I what I called it forever. That's what I thought it was. I was everybody. like, you guys are saying downtown stupid. Yeah, uh, everybody. But does. I remember you and Tom liked it, and Loved like, there was it. whole like maids fucking butlers and stuff, right? Bro, okay, it's about the upstairs versus the downstairs. It's like, what? What are the the workers' lives like, and then what like the royalty or like the lords and the ladies' lives are like. And Bridgerton is different than and, that. And spoiler alert, the royalty's life is way better. <laughs> what? Spoiler alert, there's no comparison. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you pull a rope and it rings a bell and then someone goes, here's your tea, my lady. And then they open your drapes for you and then somebody dresses you and brushes your hair, brushes your teeth for you. It's kind of ideal. So, yeah, there's no comparison, bro. But uh, it's okay. So, so Downton is sim similar to the crown in that it's more subdued 
and it's more like it's more classy. It's classier. It's slower. It's more you know contained. There's not a lot of drama. But Bridgerton, a lot of what drama? Okay, I said it purpose purposefully. All right, just wrong. making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be combative, <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> You are so spicy to be back. Did you do oh. Any- oh, Did you do anything for Valentine's Day? Um, we just had it this weekend. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, <laughs> Dude, uh, fucking it, shit. It was just yeah, it was just leftover of uh, the other stuff I was doing. Over yeah, the last your weeks. horrible family set you got. Yeah, pretty fun stuff. So yeah. no, I just I spent uh, Valentine's Day with my family. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tom and I uh, have a no Valentine's Day policy. I think it's a fucking suck holiday. And I've, I've always felt it was a manufactured, oh, don't, it's like, why do I, but I don't feel that way about Christmas, obviously, because it's the birth of our, my Lord and Savior, not yours, Nadav. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't like, um, I don't like Easter, that one. I don't, I don't, I don't get Easter. I don't either. I don't like it. I don't like it. But I don't know the foundations of it. What's up with that rabbit? Well, I'll tell you, there's so there's two. It starts as a pagan holiday. The pagans would celebrate fertility. In Wait, the world. pagans, they liked Satan? Oh, no, no. Pagans are different than Satanists. Pagans were pre Christian Christians, essentially. Oh, I thought they believed in, like, oh, yeah, the devil's not so bad. No, oh. those are Satanists. Okay. Paganists, I think, are a little different. Well, they're Google more into, it. They're more into pegging. They're more into pegging each other and wearing strap ons. And then, yeah, they butt fuck each other until the devil comes out. A person holding religious beliefs other than those of main world religions. That's not true. A Muslim majority live in close proximity to communities, Christians and pagans. Look, a non-Christian, an adherent of neo This is silly. Anyway, it's pre-Christian society. People were pagans. They worship the sun and the moon and the air and the elements and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so they would realize that in the spring, bunnies banged and they had babies and stuff so it's a fertility they're celebrating fertility and then the christians were like no this is when our lord and savior got uh murdered on the cross and then he rose from the dead after what is it three or four days and that's how we celebrate that (laughs) and you give each other chocolate to celebrate the birth of chocolate sweet stupid okay anyway i don't celebrate but i want to share this um valentine's day even though it is late I just recently got married this past year, and my husband and I are wanting to start a family. With Valentine's Day approaching, I took it upon myself to get that shit started. So I had this made for him. Hope you enjoy. Keep them high and tight, Cassandra. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, that's amazing. Uh, So this looks like a cake or a candy that says, nut in me, and it's a heart. That's perfect. That really is a perfect Valentine's gift. Now, what are the crack those hammers for? You think to to bust nuts, homie? Ah, oh! that's rad, dude. I didn't. Thank God you're here. What would I have done? <laughs> this is why your brain is important here at Studio Jeans. <laughs> Nut in me. Wow, that is so exciting when you decide to pull the goalie and you bust nuts all the time. Now, little piece of advice. Somebody told me this, which was really helpful when my husband and I started busting nuts to have children, is that there is a fertile window that a woman exists in four days a month that you are really fertile. So you want to get those sticks, the ovulation sticks, 
from the drugstore. You piss on them and it tells you when you're ready to go and then you bang. And you want to bang about a day or two before you're fertile so that there's sperm in the fallopian tubes ready to go when the ovum comes out, the egg comes out and meets it. So just a hot tip, guys. Just banging rando willy-nilly is fun. It's not going to produce a child. Ooh, solid tips. Solid. And if you're solid. not trying to get preggers, uh, don't bang them during those four days, right? Correct. Or even I would just for, you know, the margin of error here, let's give them maybe two days before, three days before, and three days after just to be safe. So you want to take, I mean, you guys do this, the orthodox, don't they go on the, ryth the rhythm calendar? You monitor your ovulation and then you abstain. I mean, I don't. However, Yana, sperm can live in the human body, I believe, up to four days. I don't know if that's completely accurate. So just be careful. There you go. I didn't. You didn't hear it from me if you get knocked up because of this fucking method. Right, Nadav? Don't take sperm into your butthole. Yeah. Well, I mean, unless you don't want to get preggers. Unless you don't want to get preggers. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> a lot of follow-ups from the last ep. Um, a lot of you couldn't believe that I was, in fact, that stupid, that I did not know that, hey, just going, hey, Siri, play, uh, the, what did I play today? Hey, Siri, play the Beastie Boys, and she just plays stuff for you. Uh, it was pretty mortifying. I, Wait, yes, you didn't know? Did not. I, I was on this last episode. I go, hey, wouldn't it be great if I could just be like, hey, car, car, play, you know, uh, Paul's Boutique? Uh -huh. And then it would do that. And Zola was like, y you can. Yeah, that, like, that technology has been around for years. Years. <laughs> and he set up my phone and I was so excited. Now I, I can just go. I go, hey, Siri, but sometimes she doesn't hear me. I don't like that. Yeah, Siri could be a, a bit of a dumb broad sometimes. She's so stupid. And I, I find myself getting mad at her more than I'd like to. Mm. Stupid bitch. Why doesn't she hear me? No, yeah. It's, uh, Why she doesn't she I, hear me? I find that like uh, Siri and Alexa, they always respond best Ugh. when you add stupid bitch to the end of whatever you're asking. <laughs> you stupid bitch. How many times do you think people call their Siri and Alexa stupid bitch? It's constant. Well, I right? do every time. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Like, Alexa, turn on air conditioner. And then I mumble, you stupid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Can I change it to just go, hey, Siri, you stupid bitch? Or just, hey, stupid bitch, instead of Siri. I think, unfortunately, the developers are smart enough to know that uh, if they let you type in whatever name you wanted, <laughs> it would go down a real you know, misogynistic and racist path. <laughs> you dumb Jew broad. Siri, you fucking Jew broad. Is that right? Is that Well, I think that's what you would do with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That's yeah. where I'd take it. I'm not saying I would take it racist. That's you, you fucking animal. And hold on. I'll take it anti-Semitic, not, an not racist. It's two different things. Uh, isn't it? Isn't to be anti-Semitic racist? Though? It's a type of racist. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're racist. Just fucking embrace it. It's I'm fine. racist towards Jays. I know. It's okay. You're going to work it out in therapy. You're a self-hating Jew. But here's, a, here's an email. If you have a car that was manufactured in the last five years, chances are it has. Here's Nadav, ready? I just did you. All right. Okay. Android, this is one of the best things to happen to cars since the seatbelt. CarPlay allows you to see everything your phone has right on the infotainment system screen. Such things as directions, messages, calls, and more. All you need is to plug up your phone using the charging cable no more looking down at your phone for directions or double checking who you are trying to call piss on me beat me back zach yes zach i was aware of carplay i've used that 
However, I was not aware that I could do the voice activation of the specifics of finding a song or an album that I wanted. Cause I've, I've, I was aware of Siri being like in the, in the way that Alexa is, but Alexa's kind of a dumb, she's kind of a stupid bitch and she doesn't always have the song on deck. Mm. And I'm like, I had to buy Amazon music in order for her to, I don't like that. Well, I mean, I don't think, like, if you want to listen to something specifically, yeah, yelling it out yeah. to the robots isn't probably going to help you. But if you're like, hey, uh, Alexa, put on 90s hip-hop, you know, she'll put on that a fine sucks. playlist. Yeah, I know. And then, yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, okay, I'm very specific in my liking. Okay, so, yes, a lot of you were dumbfounded at how dumb I was, and it's true. There's a lot of things I do not um, know. I am not up to date. Okay, here we go. Oh, by the way, I brought up, I brought up, because I saw it on TikTok, uh, the Apple logo can actually be a button. So the back of your phone, there is an Apple logo. It is a button. It even lets you choose what it does. I'm 33 and just learned this. I did not know. Hold on. I did know about Hey Siri, but this back tap thing is something I totally discovered for myself. What? Erica. Yeah. So the logo can actually be a button. If you go to your settings, accessibility, touch, back tap, you can assign um, a function to it. How crazy is that? That's the craziest thing I ever heard. Yeah, it's scary, right? That's wild. I didn't know they could do that. I didn't know. How neat. You bet I'm coming up in May. That is wild. Okay, let's do a voicemail follow-up as well. Hey, mommies. Uh, this is Caleb. I have not a mom hack, but I have a, a fix for Chris Larson's mouse problem. Oh. Um, it's kind of horrifying, but it works really well. So you take a really big bowl and you put a little ramp up to it, put some some food in the bottom, dog food, whatever works. And then you get a lot of cooking oil inside the bowl. So the rat will go up the ramp and down into the bowl to get the food. But then it can't get back out because it's too slippery with the oil. Mm. The only problem is you have a live mouse to deal with. So you have to like put it in a garbage can and get rid of it somehow. It's pretty horrifying, but it's very effective. I once woke up with like six mice in, in the bowl and Yep. If nothing else works, you can try that. Good luck, everybody. And keep those dreams high and tight. Yeah. So good news is you're probably going to catch it with that. Um, unless, but here's the deal, man. I do, especially if it's rats, they're very keenly aware of what's on their paws. You know, like they're very delicate. I don't know. But then now you're stuck with live mice or rats, which then you have to kill them after. Or you can let them drown, maybe. I was hoping they drown in the oil. What do you think, Chris? You can try it? I mean, I've tried similar things where like I lay like I want them to fall into like a bowl type situation or more, more like a bucket type situation. But mm -hmm. that they the rats are a little too smart. They they just kinda like prod the edges and they're like, no, nope, fuck that and run away. Um mm. But yeah, I mean Fuck. I, I wish I had more of like a actual bucket bucket situation, not just like because anything deep enough is all cardboard, and they're just going to chew through that shit. They don't like the, the sticky glue? Have you tried the sticky glue? I've tried the, the sticky worst. glue. Don't do that one. The sticky glue, they just they just go around it. I don't know. They don't, the sticky glue never caught them. Bro, my rat problem, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Listen, when I had rats, I tried the sticky glue with the peanut butter. These rats would laugh at me, flip the, they go flip the tray over so that the glue would stick to my carpet. They're such dicks. And then they'd rip up the carpet around it. I was like, bro, they laugh at that shit, homie. Yo, you got rats. rats. You don't got mice. You got rats. 
Yeah, that would catch it's a lot of mice. Uh, rats, they know what rats, they know what you're doing. That's what's they up. They figured it. They figured things things out. Can, they've seen the, they've seen a trap or two in their life. Hell yeah, rats are super smart and they're bigger than mice. Mice are little and dumber and they get they get eaten faster. I really suggest someone wrote to me that you need old fashioned. You need a cat. Just fucking get a cat, dude. Bring the cat in for like a week. No, no, no. (laughs) Borrow, borrow one from your friend. Borrow a cat. (laughs) Yeah, didn't you? He says he has a friend who has a cat. I did mention that before. Yeah, I had a friend who has a cat. I I think that's your best solution. That's their whole purpose. Yeah, I just take a bunch of Zyrtec and bring the cat over for a weekend. I love how you're like. Uh, it is kind of an inconvenience, but then I'll live rat free after. Like, oh my God. God, get rid of the rat. It's horrible that you live with a rat. It's horrible, Chris. Go check into a hotel for a night or two. Go stay at a friend's house. What, because of, cause and of leave, rat? Leave the fucking cat oh, there. The cat. Leave the cat there. Go to a friend's house. Come every day to feed the cat. Check on the cat. Or starve it, and that way it'll really catch. <laughs> Don't feed it; just leave it there. It'll fucking you'll you'll get done with your rat problem, right quick. Yeah, I mean there are a few stray cats in the neighborhood. Maybe just no, grab one of those. No, no, <laughs> no, no wrong. <laughs> They'll spray all over your house. Get a friend's cat for a week, and I guarantee this stuff will be over. Yeah, I'll get on it. <laughs> I can't I'm even... lazy. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm lazy. I mean, I cannot believe you're this laissez-faire about a rat living in your apartment. Because he like, hasn't really bothered me yet. He, he hasn't gotten what? into my shit. He will. He will. No, he pisses and shits all over your stuff. It's unhygienic. They're eating. It's eating your food. It's crawling in your yeah. kitchen. It's going to make. It's gonna scratch. It doesn't scratch in the middle of the night and keep you up. It's going no, to give you toxoplasma. Yeah, toxoplasma. Oh, toxoplasma. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it gives you? It's going to make you as aggressive as a Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> Does it give you mad cow? What does the rat give you? It's, uh, I mean, I kind of heard this uh, back off. Uh, I, th- I think Rogan would talk about this back in the day. Um, but he's like, yeah, you want to know why uh, Brazilians <laughs> and the French like soccer teams do so well? Yeah. It's because they have a rat population that's infected with with toxoplasma, and then they give it to cats, and then cats give it to humans. I love it. And what it does is it just makes you overall super aggressive. Your brain, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it ruins your brain. Yeah, it's a brain disease. I love Joe Rogan. I love that <laughs> Joe Rogan knows that kind of stuff. He's so fucking funny. I know. Who else but Joe Rogan would that? That's his fact. I love him. Although, you know what? Huh. I would love to see a version of Chris with toxoplasma. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to see what happens uh, when Chris gets super aggro? aggressive. Yeah, dude. I'm trying to think if I've ever. I've seen Chris <laughs> at our lunches get fired up quietly. We're like inside. He was like, I will fucking murder you. And your family. Fuck you. Fuck your mom. Fuck your dad. Fuck your grandma. Fuck your family. Like he. And that's what I'm saying. I want yeah. to hear that version of Chris's voice. Same. <laughs> what What makes you mad? When do you get angry, Chris? Um. Social injustice. I was about to, I was about to say politics. Usually. Politics. <laughs> yeah. See, when they're out of halibut, organic halibut at Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, tell me. When, uh, be, I'm being serious. Yeah, politics, probably. Politics, um, 
just roommate shit. Like, like no. what makes you? What does a roommate do that makes you really mad? I just, I'm not really mad. It just irritate. Just like the little things that add up, it just irritate you. You know, it's like, oh, you didn't fucking replace the trash or whatever. What oh, that shit makes like me that. crazy. Yeah. You know, like it's so simple. Just do it. Ooh. Ooh. So you're you're walking around. I know you're. I know. I know what you're doing. You're walking around with a constant state of like fucking cunt, fucking shit, and then you'll blow your stack. Like it, it adds, it adds, it builds, it builds, and then you blow your stack. Is that what you? Is that your pattern? No, I think my pattern is um, the thing will bother me, and then I'll rant about it to myself alone in my room, mm-hmm. and just kind of like vent it that way. Mm-hmm. And then when I actually confront the person about it, I'm like much more calm, rational. <laughs> yeah, it's like. Yeah, no, it's fine. You just, you know, just remember to do it next time. Whatever, it's fine. I, I believe that's healthy. I think that's called healthy. Yeah, I just have a lot of angry conversations with myself. Do you work out? Do you get the rage out? I should work out more. I don't. Yeah, because that helps to get the feelings out, the anger. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if you can tell, but I do not have a worker's workout body. No. What are you talking about? You're doing fine, Chris. You're fine. <laughs> At least you're thin. God. No, I mean, like, I don't have muscles. I don't work out. I don't know. I'm not looking at I've never seen your arms. Do you have arms even? With I've never seen. Let's take that. No, let's no I'm armless. Jack- let's let's get jacket off, Chris, Chris, get naked. <laughs> take your clothes off. Show us your body. Chris, just take a nude photo. <laughs> All right, I'll leave you alone. I'll leave you oh, alone. Hold on, he's taking the jacket off. No, really? <laughs> I there, can't see. see. I have arms now. Okay, show, make a muscle for the ladies watching. Uh, oh, is it good, Nadav? I can't Not see. Really. Describe it it's, to me. It's a top-notch gun over here. I'd say, <laughs> I'd say Drew uh, should look out. He's got, we got a runner-up over here at Studio Kings. I love it. I was watching Top Gun the other day, and it has one of the very few all male gratuitous body scenes like when they're playing volleyball oh yeah that (laughs) it's really one of the rare male gratuity um you know naked well yeah because it's one of those things where top gun top gun is definitely a movie for dudes and they're like you see the volleyball scene you're like who's this scene who's this (laughs) 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 oh my god i didn't put that together Oh my God! Here I am thinking it's for just for the women, but what women generally are not like. Top Gun's my favorite movie because it's a bunch of guys shooting each other in the sky. You're right; it's a dudes. Yeah. Oh. Oh, you know what? My God! It's probably it was probably in Tom Cruise's rider. He's like, look, I'll do all this straight shit in the other scenes, but we gotta put in a shirtless volleyball <laughs> scene somewhere. In this He's movie. like, <laughs> guys, fight for this. I I must be shirtless with Goose and Iceman. He's like, he's reading the cast sheet and he's like, God, these are a lot of hot guys. You got fucking, what's his name that plays Ice? Val Kilmer's in here. Yeah. <laughs> the doctor who goes bald later is in here. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. 30 scenes for you, one scene for me. No, it, maybe the director was gay. It has to be that the director was gay and was like, we got all these hot guys here. We got to do a shirtless volleyball scene. Let's see who did this. By the way, there's a sequel coming out. Um, there's going to be Top Gun 2, and Kelly McGillis, surprise, is not going to be in it. She played Tom Cruise's love interest in the first one, and it was hilarious. Uh, I saw an interview. She goes, uh, they didn't ask me to be in Top Gun 2 because I am too old and too fat. <laughs> she did. She aged 
like everyone normally does. And she was like, I don't want to do it. Okay, Tony Scott, suicide by jumping off the VIN. What's that? The VIN? Yeah. Vincent Thomas Bridge. Oh, my life. This guy directed a bangers. Hold on. Scroll up, mommy. He did Beverly Hills Cop. Scroll up. Up. No, the other up. Mm. Jesus fucking Christ. Top Gun. Beverly Hills Cop. Last Boy Scout. True Romance. This is Zolo's favorite guy. Yeah. Zoli, are you in there? Yeah. Is he gay? Was he gay? <laughs> Do you I'm know? Not sure. <laughs> this guy made a lot of hits. Crimson Tide, Enemy of the State, Days of Thunder. Wow. I mean, this guy was a hit. Scott was the younger brother of film director Sir Ridley Scott. Wow. Mm. I'd had no idea. I mean, look, Top Gun is a great movie. Scroll down. Let's see personal life. If I see spouse and kids. Oh, yeah. He was married. Do I see? He's married, married to a number of women. Wow. All women. Not He wasn't married to a single dude. Well, maybe he was part of that generation who they couldn't admit to being gay because what fucking director is like, you know, we need a volleyball scene. <laughs> I'll tell you who. Tony Scott. <laughs> Tony Scott. You guys have listen. You gotta watch Top Gun and just watch that volleyball scene. It it is absurd how it sticks out. Now you're like, this is fucking gay, and it lasts for a little longer than it should. It's so long, and like I know there's a lot of straight women who love gay porn. Like it's their thing. It turns them on. It does. Gay porn does not turn me on. Two guys banging is the least attractive thing to me. <laughs> does nothing for me either. <laughs> I can't think of anything um, least sexual for me than two guys sucking each other's dongs. But you don't fucking. You don't think uh, that that's like ooh, like masculine on top of masculine. Yeah. love it. Yeah, no, I know that's why so straight women enjoy right. that because they're like, oh my god. But but gay men don't look like men. They look like gay men. Do you know what I'm saying? Like my husband has a gut, and he's hairy, and that's what men look like in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, gay guys look like can look like that too. <laughs> yeah, I like those ones better, the bears. But even bears look like gay men. I mean, like, I could find feminine. I could find you gay porn with two like people no, that look like Tom. That's cool. I don't need that. Okay, that's not where I'm in. Hey, I'm just trying to give you what it sounds like you're asking for. <sighs> okay, here we go. More follow-ups. I've been thinking a lot about your towel drying issues because I myself had the same problem. After struggling to get my clothes on, my husband said, Babe, no wonder you can't get your pants on. You're still wet. I had never really thought about it before. <laughs> I just struggled to get my clothes on. And then you brought it up on the podcast. I can't remember if it had been brought up, but it could be a symptom of ADHD. I remember you saying that it wasn't something you wanted to do because it was boring and time-consuming. <laughs> After doing some research on my own possible ADHD, this seemed to be a common thing. Theme, ADHD brains only want to do things that give us immediate dopamine hits, which vary from person to person. Let me know what you think, Alyssa Pete. Well, Alyssa, let me tell you, I see a licensed therapist once a week, and amongst the many diagnoses I have received, ADHD is not one of them. Um, I will ask, worth, worth looking into. Um, I don't even want to talk about that. Let's see. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. Let's go to some mom confessions. I love hearing these. Please, please leave me a mom confession. 213-375-5184. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I had a, um, 
a mom confession and I wanted to reach out because this has happened on several occasions and I feel like shit every time I do it. Um, but when I had first brought my baby home from the hospital, I um, was nursing him, accidentally picked up my cell phone and dropped it on his head. Oh my God, always. Um, I have now done this probably like four times when we're like hanging out <laughs> on the sofa or doing something where I just fumble my phone out of my hand and it mm -hmm. drops on my baby's head. So mom confession, I always feel, feel so terrible. I shouldn't be on my phone as much as I am anyways. And I feel like crap anytime again, I drop it on my son who is amazing, um, no brain damage. Um, so I just wanted to share that with all the moms who might have also dropped their mm -hmm. phone on their baby's head. Um, Piss on me, beat me. Love you guys so much. Hi, Hitler. Um, if Nadav ever needs a girlfriend, I'm here for him. Um, what's up homie <laughs> what's up girl see how she just threw that in at the end that was pretty rad and she's already hot she already has a baby so you don't have to deal you know i don't understand how that's a selling point i mean <laughs> she's experienced as a mom so when she makes your baby she's like i already know what's what's happening here i don't know i'm just trying to help her out no yeah you're doing a great <laughs> job <laughs> i like her I like her, and I've done the same thing. I've dropped my phone on my baby's head when I was breastfeeding. Um, the kids the kids are fine. And I also feel bad because I do worry that I'm on the phone too much around them as well. And I have a feeling that will come back to haunt me when they are teenagers, and then they are mm. doing the exact fucking thing to me. And I'll be like, get off your phone. And they're like, I learned it by watching you, Mom. <laughs> well, I think everyone does that now. Like, it, I, I don't think it's a parent. Like, if they don't pick it up from you, they're going to pick it up from their friends. They're going to pick it up from their friends' parents. Like, that's uh, that's just, like, today's society now. I know. And as somebody who grew up without it, my brain was formed completely without a phone and without technology. I mean, I didn't use a computer really until college. So I, I have, I'm like the last generation that has this virgin brain that wasn't created by technology. And I feel the difference when I'm on the phone too much or like I, I hate myself when I wake up in the morning and the first thing I do is grab my phone. I fucking hate myself for it. And I like today, um, Ellis came in my room at 6 a.m. We were watching cartoons and we watched the sunrise and I fucking actively had to stop myself from looking at TikTok to watch a sunrise <laughs> <laughs> like don't you feel like i felt like such an asshole like what am i doing what am i doing and it's just a balancing act you guys okay what other mom confessions do we have now i'm depressed that i shared that with you guys I'm such a hey um so i have something to share that i feel guilty for thinking a lot. Um, I have a three-year-old daughter, and she's absolutely adorable. Um, but I've been noticing that she has a really bad gum-to-tooth ratio. It's something I always notice on people. Um, sometimes people will have, like, really tiny little baby teeth and then, yeah. like, a whole lot of gums when they smile. Yeah. And I've talked to her dad about it, and neither of us have it, but I told him straight up, if she has this, when those baby teeth come out and her adult teeth and she has this huge gum to tooth ratio, we're getting it fixed for her because yeah. I'm not going to have her walking around looking like that. It's heinous. I know that sounds terrible because she's only three, but I want my baby to be pretty and I don't want her to have a nasty yeah. gum to tooth ratio. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them high and tight. Hey, I 100% agree. You want your, especially a girl, it's so much, the pressure's on girls so much more to be attractive and perfect. So 
good for you. Yeah, of course. Good for you. Also, you can have those gums fixed. It is a surgical procedure. Wait. What? You could fix a to- a bad tooth to gum ratio? Yeah, you can. It, if it's not the most painful thing in the world? No, of course it is. Beauty oh. is pain. <laughs> look, look, at, look at these chompers. <laughs> these veneers are fucking painful. The whitening is painful. This haircut took hours. The bleach. Yeah, it's all pain. So what they do, I believe, is they're going to surgically cut those gums and make more teeth. So it will suck for her, but good for you, mom. And I also think people should get rid of their kids' unibrows, too. It's good for you. Fucking do it. Don't You don't want them to get made fun of and suffer needlessly. God. Right. But, you know, it's uh, it's also a good opportunity to build some character at a young age. Mm, I know. But, but that sucks. Like, gu- your teeth are gummy. You know, that's so harsh, especially for girls. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, you know what? It's like, do you want them to, like, take that when they're a kid? Or do you want them to have to, like, wear a helmet when they're older because everything offends them? I know. No, you know me. I'm all about resilience. Yeah, dog. I teach resilience. Make them pay for their own tooth-to-gum ratio surgery. Uh, No. No, you fucking communist. What is wrong with you? God. Okay, let's do some. Do I want to do Pijitsky effect or do I want to do... What would Christina P. do? What should we do? Nadav, go. Um, well, I think we have some... Uh, uh, I'd say let's do Pajitsky effects. Those are always so fun. And it looks like we have uh, some stingers. Oh, thank you guys for submitting them. Yeah, we have... All right, so we have three submissions. Let's, uh, let's, let's hear let, them. Let's run through them and pick our favorite. Okay, Gene. All right, this first one uh, submitted by JT. Pajitsky effect. Was that a... Mm, that's okay two farts no i don't there's enough farts on your mom's house i think we cover the farts all right this next stinger is by james okay okay (laughs) winner winner chicken dinner i mean we're getting a lot closer i like the horns yeah um and then we have the last one uh submitted by raylan oh raylan pajitsky effect that's the one. That's the one. Ooh, I think I agree with you. <laughs> I like the energy. That's it. The horns, the stupid radio horns are just great. I'm into it. That's how you know it's a good time. Sweet. All right. We found our Pajitsky <gasps> effect stinger. Oh, by the way, you may notice my bangs. I wanted to address those very quickly. My husband made requests for me to get bangs, and this is the result. I'm okay with it. I'm actually quite indifferent, but... The family likes it, so they're here to stay. And then he requested I get a nose ring. He said he'd give my friend, um, my friend and I, a free trip, all expenses paid, if I get a nose ring. Hell but I, yeah! I know, and that was my first response. And then I was like, "Wait a minute, you're spending our money. This is my money you're talking about." Do you know what I'm saying? Like, well, yeah, but now I think you'd be upset that you're catching on that really it's, <laughs> you know, it's. Because you guys have joint bank accounts, I'd imagine. I know. <laughs> so, We're married, dummy. How 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 many times has that worked on you? <laughs> I know. I'm such a fucking retard. Like, this whole time. Yeah, remember when he made you eat dog food for a ring? Yeah. Well, <laughs> you could have just gotten the ring. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. What am I asking for? And, like, my husband's not cheap or stingy like Mark at all. He wants me to spend money. I'm the one that's like, no, I can't spend money on nothing. The war is coming. Everything is falling apart. We're going to be poor tomorrow. I can't. (laughs) 
Yeah, wait a minute. I don't know. I feel like a nose ring is super 90s. I don't know if is a nose ring cool. Ask the millennial. Now nah, you're mean, too old. No, I'm not. I'm a millennial. Yeah, but you're ask the Gen Z. Zolo. Z is the one to ask. Is it cool? Josh, to have I a don't nose think so. See. Yeah, see, but if you're trying to capture a millennial, you know, we like uh I think some of us like the bull nose. The, the door knocker? Yeah, the door knocker. Not super like, aggressive. This bit is hardcore, I'm down. Bro, but then I look like a lesbian. I don't want to look like a hardcore. I don't think that's... It's lesbians. Yes, mm -hmm. I lived in San Francisco. That's it, for bad bitches. The door knocker is for yoga, like hardcore vegan yoga girls or lesbos or like like hardcore skater girls. It's maybe, for harder maybe girls. Maybe in the early 90s. I think yeah. it's changed a bit. Okay, go Google... What's the what's that? It's the door knocker. What's that shit called? Septum. Septum piercing. Let's see what kind of women have septum. They don't look like me, like nice moms. And I can't tell if Tom is joking or not. Yeah, see how aggro these chicks look. Oh, you mean super hot? Oh no, that hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what if we sent that? Can someone Photoshop me on that purple girl, like, and then look. I'll I'll send this to Tom, be like, because he's out of town. I'll be like, I did it. <laughs> Put my face on that bitch. Oh, wait. <laughs> Rihanna. Rihanna has a nose ring. Scroll down. Scroll down. Is that Rihanna? Dude, she's bad. She's a bad bitch. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, Rihanna does it. And she's got a pearl in it. Dude, she's dope. But she's so beautiful. Hold on. You're telling me all these oh, ladies are lesbians? That chick's hot. Maybe you're right. That chick's Maybe a this lesbian. One. But, like, <laughs> this one ain't. She's messed up in the head, you can tell. Uh, she's, she's got emotional problems. Well, look, I think... They all, all these do. Women are messed up. Yeah. But we're that's not the argument we're having. I know. <laughs> the problem is if I get my nose pierced, people will be like, "Oh, that girl's got emotional problems." It it denotes mental instability. But good news for you, Christina, you're already married and who cares what they think? This right? the, See, and that's the second <laughs> thought in my head is that okay, people are going to think I'm crazy, but then they'll go, "She can't be that crazy if she's married for like a million years and has children that are normal." Anyway, I know what I have to do. I already bought some Amazon stick-on nose rings, and I'm going to have them for when he gets home on Sunday, and I'll be like, I did it. And let's see if that will appease him. Um, okay, so let's do some Pajitsky effects. Let's do voicemails first, poor favor. Hey, Mommy, I have a Pajitsky effect. So I have a six-year-old, and like most six-year-olds, she makes a huge mess at every meal and I have been using one of those just handheld dust uh, brooms with a little dust pan and every day I have to get out you know pull out all the chairs and get under the table oh. and it just wrecks my bag I'm an old mom yeah and I realized they make brooms with long handles now <laughs> what is that so now I have an actual broom and I don't have to get on my hands and knees what? and complain about my sore mom back. Anyway, love the show. Bye. <laughs> Whoa. Big news. Congratulations. You've discovered long, long whatever is those called. And you know what I discovered recently, too? I didn't know people actually own these. What are those things? The, the handheld little vacs? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. What are these called again? I just bought them. On mini Amazon. vacuum? Yeah, like they're little mini vacuum. Yeah, hand vacuum. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. So much easier than like doing stuff. Yeah, I use that way more than my normal vacuum. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, it just kills me when you do shit wrong. You know what you could even do, girl? You want to make your life really easy? They even make dust bins that are longer too that the handles long so you don't have to bend down and then sweep the debris into the handheld dustpan do you know what i'm talking about like a janitor do you ever see like oh you go to disneyland oh and yeah, that yeah, guy's yeah. going to he's putting the, the cigarette butts in the fucking brewham yeah bro here you go plastic standing right so you're talking pan. about this one yeah instead homie. of this one yeah homie yeah bro get your life come on now yeah That'll change your whole routine right there. Oh, yeah. Good thing, yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Let's do another one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Hi, mommies. This is Sarah from Seattle, and I'm calling with a Fujitsky effect. Word. So I made this soup last week, and it tasted like Eastern European World War suffering that was made out of potato skins. And it really wasn't very good. And I've still been eating it anyway until <laughs> I sat there eating it the other night and realized I make enough money that I can throw this soup away and I don't have to eat it. And so I did. So anyway, piss on me, beat me. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> I love it. I know. The, the So my husband actually gets really mad at me because I grew up eating leftovers on leftovers and like whatever was in the fridge so much. That now that I'm an adult, I throw fucking everything away. I'm, I don't want it. I don't want to eat it a second time. I don't want to eat it. I don't want to eat. Le I don't take leftovers home from the restaurant. Do you want this packaged up? No, I don't. I want to throw it in the trash because I'm an American and I can afford to waste stuff. That's why I came to a restaurant so that I don't have to cook, clean, or take anything fucking home with me. You deal with it. So I don't want a doggy bag and I don't want to eat the same shit three, four days in a row. I agree with you. And I have a feeling, Nadav, you keep food and you eat it. Do you take fucking Wingstop home and then you put it in the fridge and then you'll eat it the next day? I, I, I will hold on. Before you answer this question, listen to what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You have leftover Wingstop. You order your wings. There's like five left. You don't throw those away. You put them in the fridge and you nuke them the next morning and you eat them again. Am I right? Uh, I'd say you're maybe 90% right because I do not reheat them. I eat them cold. <laughs> okay. You're such an animal. You're yep. a dog. You're a dog. <laughs> I don't even think dogs can do that without getting sick. Well, yeah, because there's little bones in them. I know how to get around the bones. How do you get around the bones? I just eat around them. You suck. <laughs> Wait, I saw Cardi B doing. I saw Cardi B. No, yeah, there's, like, there's a way to eat the flats. Yeah what the flats the flats the flats there's the flats and then there's the drums come on christina yeah yo 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 look i know you're not a wing expert but you need to get I, on my level a bro bit. i fucking love wings don't talk to me about loving wings. you do not love wings because you don't eat wings the next day no it's nasty it's not it's nasty. there are definitely foods that you don't eat the next day wings ain't one of them Okay. Well, sushi. Leftover sushi. Oh, yeah, throw that fuck shit Fuck you. After yeah, you don't a, need that. But, bro, if it sits out for, like, two hours, it's in the fucking trash. I'm done. Of? Of sushi. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, gone. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you saving sushi. My husband saves sushi, and he'll eat it the next day. 
And then he gets diarrhea. And he's like, why do I have diarrhea? I'm like, because you fucking eat old sushi, dummy. The only time I've eaten sushi two days in a row is if I've made it myself. Because I make a mean spicy tuna and I know where it's been. I know what the shelf life is like. Like That's the only time I've ever saved it for the next day. I, but having I, sushi for breakfast is I pretty I can wrong. only imagine where you're buying sushi from. The fish. Please tell me it's not Ralph's. Where are you buying your sushi-grade fish from? There's two places I get it from. If it's not a Japanese market, don't even tell me. Well, it's a one of them's a Korean market. Okay. And the other one is Costco. Okay. Where I buy my toilet paper. Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, gross. Second no, of all- No, they have good shit over there. They, Costco probably doesn't have sushi-grade fish. You're wrong. It does. I've been, well, if it doesn't, then my body is immune to processing it because I've never gotten sick off it. God, it made me so angry that you don't- Okay. No, I'm doing it right. You're doing no, it wrong, No, you're making me angry. Okay, can I tell you a story, though? Yes, Ali Wong, my friend Ali Wong, comedian. I love her so much. We had a discussion one time at my house because I was, I was heating up chicken, chicken legs that I had made, shake and bake the day before, which okay. is different than, like, restaurant food. Okay? Re mm -hmm. Okay. Right. And she goes, she goes, oh... You're not a ch you you heat up your chicken. You're not a raw like a cold chicken eater. And I go no way. She goes good because one time I ate cold chicken. I got sick. So you get really you can get really sick. Oh on yeah, cold that chicken. doesn't sound anecdotal at all. What do you mean anecdotal? It happened to her one time in person. So now cold chicken makes people sick. That's not how that works. Uh, it's exactly how that works. Okay, well it's here's bacteria. I got another story for you, Christina. Bacteria. Here I got another story for you, Christina. Go ahead. I eat cold chicken. Ugh. The day after, I have hot chicken every time. Oh my god! And guess what? What? Homeboy's never gotten sick. Well, maybe you're just a garbage can, and your stomach is a garbage dump. You're not wrong. I have trained it pretty well for 32 years. It's when I try and introduce healthy stuff in it that's but, when it yeah. starts rejecting it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Now, my friend in high school, one time, she ate and like a, she was making chocolate chip cookies. And she kept eating the batter, eating the batter, eating the batter. Yeah, what's wrong she with that? got real sick on that one. Yeah? Yeah, you barf. It's raw eggs if it's bad. Well, no, well, if you're eating a whole shit ton of cookie dough, it's uh, there's a lot of different variables in that. Raw, yeah, yeah. So, like a shit ton of sugar. Yeah. Like if she's having, look, I've done that before. Well, you vomit. No, she got food poisoning from it. It's from the egg, the raw um. egg. Now, how does Ben and Jerry's make their cookie dough ice cream without the raw? They're safe. That, that like there's a safe version of cookie dough, and that's what they put in there. Huh, must not have the raw egg in it. Did then. you know that you could buy a bag of Ben and Jerry cookie dough by itself? What? And then add that to your own ice cream as you want. Wow. Well, you got like the Casey Kasem sexy guy voice when you go. Yeah, it's because I don't know if I should be embarrassed or not, so I just lower the volume. <laughs> <laughs> not in this show. This is a safe space. You say whatever you want. Um, do we have another voicemail, Pajitsky effect? Um, that was that the was end it? of them. All we have left is uh, okay. emails. Okay. Okay. So this one writes, congratulations on your new toiletries bag. Thank you. I recently purchased an actual toiletry bag, a nice one from a department store, and it's so amazing. Okay. I moved into a boarding school in a different country Oh, at the age of 11, so had to travel a lot and picked up a few handy traveling habits. Did you know you can have two makeup slash toiletry bags? <laughs> one for home 
and a duplicate one you fill up and leave in your suitcase so when it's time to travel you don't need to waste time packing it in a rush before your flight oh my god i also have a reusable good quality clear pvc plastic toiletries bag for airport security which i keep pre-packed for travel and never get caught out at the airport having to repack liquids or having to throw out toiletries that didn't fit into a shitty ziploc live life 365 and don't be stingy juju oh juju's my baby's name that is such a great idea that's great yeah two separate one that you regularly and then one that you stock smart smart smart. put a phone charger in there while you're at it fuck your mother whoa wait a minute are you telling me to die i can travel i can have a travel phone charger and then a different one that lives by my bed yeah yeah, homie. So I don't have to constantly use the one by my bed to travel with? Well, because think wow. about every time you've traveled and you're like, ah, oh, shit, I always God. forget my socks, right? Yeah, of course. I always forget, like, to bring enough underwear. Fuck. Just fucking have travel underwear. Dude, I'm such an idiot. But the phone charger, you just said that. I've been taking the one from my fucking side bed. God damn it, man. Yeah, like uh, travel just headphones. Fucking, yeah. tra- like travel every everything that Tra- you always duplicate. forget. Yeah, just duplicate it. I feel like my whole life has been a sham again. Like, what the fuck? Okay. I'm single 31-year-old man, and I've lived alone in the duplex with my dog for the last three years. It was built in the 70s and can't get and can get a bit drafty in the winter. To compensate for this, I often use I often need to turn my thermostat up to 71 or 72, which obviously increases my bill. Just within the last two months, I realized I can buy warm socks and wear hoodies around the house and be comfortable. <laughs> My entire life, I've been walking around in shorts and a t-shirt barefoot at all times of the year because that's what I saw my father do my entire life. (laughs) I never thought twice that a hoodie would be worn inside the house, too. Thanks, Gene. You bet I'm coming up in May, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That is great. Yep. 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 I wear sweaters inside. I have home sweaters that I wear even. Oh, that's fucking amazing. I also realize that I can turn my thermostat up as high as I want. And I know the men in the room get very upset. But when Tom is out or when I'm alone in a hotel room, I go to 75 at least. And I am in heaven. And I love it. You can turn that shit up as much as you want. Okay. I have Growing up, we always took our laundry to the laundromat because whatever place my parents were renting either didn't have a washer dryer or they hadn't worked in years. <laughs> So we would load up as, <laughs> as many laundry baskets as possible and shove them in the car. When I moved out, I took my baskets with me. And 12 years later, I still have those same stupid laundry baskets. All of them are missing at least one handle, are cracked and splitting down the side, and stabs that stab, scratch or poke me every time I try to haul them in and out of the house. I was at the store today and it dawned on me. I don't need to keep those stupid baskets. I am allowed to buy new laundry baskets that will not injure me every week when I haul them around. Keep in mind, I can. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm pretty sure right now in my house there are laundry baskets that are split and totally they stab you when you pick them up and you're like, fucking laundry basket. Instead of just spending $2 and getting a new one, I just curse at it. Or the worst is I had one for years. You know, the handles are different plastic, like gray plastic. Yeah. Over white. 
handles missing. So every time I pick up the, ow, ow, fuck, ow, fuck. Yeah, you just deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, ow, ow. (laughs) Yeah, in college I used to have like a laundry hamper, like one of those collapsible ones that are made for colleges. Yeah. And because it spiraled like with like a metal guide in it, I remember that. Like after like shit. yeah, after a month or so, like the metal spring would now start jutting out of the bottom or out of the top, and I have to make sure I wouldn't get scratched by it every time I went into the laundry. <laughs> and like it took me years to to upgrade to one that can't hurt me. <laughs> I don't know why I find this so funny, but it's like it's the amount of torture we put up with. Because you're like my brain can't just go get a new one, stupid. Like just. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, laundry hampers, they cost like yeah. like $1,000. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like growing up, I think my mother thought that way. Like my mother was so, like, you can't buy a new one. Are you crazy? What a waste of money, Christine. Yeah, who can afford a laundry basket? And you're like, it's not a big deal. It's really not a big deal. It's a laundry basket. <laughs> and like, it's, everything is so cheap in this country. I... Everything, but I remember one of my dad's friends one time, he was like, Christina, everything is so much cheaper in America, okay? Uh, if once you have your house, your car, he goes, everything consumer good is cheap. The t-shirts, clothing is cheap. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of right. Like, clothing and, and consumer goods, they keep at a pretty decent rate. It's not like in the UK. I remember when I lived in England, Clothes are way more expensive over there, you know. That's how I discovered like H and M because that was the cheap. <gasps> cheap it was stuff. like that you in Israel that, too, right? Whenever we'd go like uh, uh, visit like my Israeli cousins, we would always come with a suitcase filled with like yep. Adidas shirts, yep. Reese's peanut butter cups, because yeah. like all Jeans. that shit is unaffordable in it, like anywhere that's not America for some reason. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's because we used, you know. Um, sweatshop labor and we get it made in India and then we bring it over here and I don't know dude no that checks out that checks out (laughs) (laughs) we are scum and that's why consumer goods are you know super cheap but it's worth it right who cares (laughs) oh fuck your mom is there another voicemail are we done with Uh, those no we're done with those okay I gotta go I'm gonna I'm gonna have lunch I uh I love you guys thank you for listening leave me a voicemail 213-375-5184 uh, oh god where my mom's at at gmail.com this is a fun episode i'm glad you're back native glad to be back yeah and you know what what you can order fresh wing stop every day but what fresh. if I, what if i like cold chicken though do you really like it or you're just doing it because you think you're wasting if you don't eat it nah i don't really think too much about wasting it like i eat it because it's well it's actually Here's the thing. Cold chicken's really just a vehicle for ranch for me. I know. I, <laughs> so much. Can I tell you something? You're so right. Um, everything is a delivery system for sauces for me, too. Yep. Yeah. You get it. I get it. I've got, like, fat girl tendencies. I got a fat. I live a fat boy lifestyle. So. I know. I know. Thankfully, chicken wings aren't so terrible for the diet. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, don't forget to name your daughter Richard or Fred. Also, keep chest feeding your babies and giving them human milk. It's the best thing for them. 
And um, yeah, until next time, stay cool, moms. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at?